Inside Sources. Inside Sources. America's Voice of Reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's home for elevated conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Well, the news of the day, of course, have been the dueling speeches from President Joe Biden speaking from Poland and Vladimir Putin speaking from Moscow. But beyond the headlines of foreign affairs, Let's get beyond that. What's behind those headlines as it relates to Russian rhetoric, American policy? What principles did we hear today that could actually shape the future of the U.S., the Ukraine, Russia, and the rest of the world? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, the president gave a stirring speech today in Warsaw, Poland, after having done uh, really the next to impossible. Uh, And I think uh, anyone who has doubted President Biden's stamina uh, need only look at what happened over the weekend. Again, I don't care if you love his politics or hate his politics. That's not the issue. This was American leadership. He took a 10-hour train ride to Kiev. He stayed on the ground for four and a half or five hours uh, in talks uh, with President Zelensky, Uh, walking around the square. Then he got back on the train, 10 hours back, uh, had some time with Polish leaders, and then, of course, delivered the speech there in Warsaw. Uh, That's that's like 30 straight hours of just intensity. Uh, And uh, kudos to the president for making that happen. Uh, Now let's get into the the speech and the principles of the speech. I think this was uh, an extraordinary speech in terms of the way it was crafted, the message it set up, And the president, who doesn't always deliver what's on the prompter, uh, nailed it. Absolutely nailed it in terms of the messages and all the audiences that we know the president has to hit. The American people, our allies, and our enemies. And I think he spoke to each of those in a pretty powerful way today. So let's get into that. Uh, The president highlighted the good that's being done by the world, in particular the people of Poland, regarding the humanitarian and refugee crisis as Ukrainians have uh, had to flee the destruction of their homes and their country. We stand with the millions of refugees of this war who found a welcome in Europe and the United States, particularly here in Poland. Ordinary people all across Europe did whatever they could to help and continue to do so. Polish businesses, civil society, cultural leaders, including the First Lady of Poland, who is here tonight, have led with the heart and determination, showcasing all that's good about the human spirit. President Biden spoke about the extraordinary actions taken by Europe and Ukraine in resisting Russian aggression amid just horrible atrocities and clearly war crimes that the vice president pointed out on Saturday and the president doubled down on today. You know, this has been an extraordinary year in every sense. Extraordinary brutality from Russian forces and mercenaries. They've committed depravities, crimes against humanity without shame or compunction. They've targeted civilians with death and destruction, stolen Ukrainian children in an attempt to steal Ukraine's future, bombed train stations, maternity hospitals, schools and orphanages. No one can turn away their eyes from the atrocities Russia is committing against the Ukrainian people. It's abhorrent, it's abhorrent. But extraordinarily as well has been the response of the Ukrainian people and the world. One year after the bombs began to fall, Russian tanks rolled into Ukraine. Ukraine is still independent and free. 
Ukraine is still independent and free, and I think calling out those war crimes, the atrocities, uh, the principle is humanity and that we don't stand for those crimes against humanity under any circumstances. Uh, that was an important message, I think, from the president today. There was another moment uh, in the speech that was worth reflecting on. The president noted that this conflict is not just about resisting what free people stand against, but more importantly, it's what kind of world we want to build. Over the past year, the United States has come together with our allies and partners in an extraordinary coalition to stand against Russian aggression. But the work in front of us is not just what we're against, it's about what we're for. What kind of world do we want to build? We need to take the strength and capacity of this coalition and apply it to lifting up, lifting up the lives of people everywhere, improving health, growing prosperity, preserving the planet, building peace and security, treating everyone with dignity and respect. That's our responsibility. The democracies of the world have to deliver it for our people. Uh, Those are important principles. We talk about those often on this program. It's not enough to just be against things. We can't just be against Russia and Russian aggression. We have to be for something. And I think the president was calling on everyone, all the allies, all the people around the world. What are we for? What kind of world do we want to build? Uh, And again, it's not about some world order. Uh, It's about decency. It's about sovereignty. It's about freedom and liberty. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. President Biden went on to talk about the importance of this moment and how our choices will determine the future that we live in and our children will possess. As we gather tonight, The world, in my view, is at an inflection point. The decisions we make over the next five years or so are going to determine and shape our lives for decades to come. That's true for Americans. It's true for the people of the world. And while decisions are ours to make now, the principles and the stakes are eternal. The choice between chaos and stability, between building and destroying, between hope and fear, between democracy that lifts up the human spirit and the brutal hand of the dictator who crushes it. The president went on to say that this war is not necessity, as Vladimir Putin explained it to his people today. The war is not necessity. It is a tragedy, and it is a tragedy against humanity. And I think that's the important part. Now, to end his speech, the president gave a rallying cry of what it is we're all fighting for, for freedom, Uh, not just for us or our people or the people of Ukraine, uh, but for people everywhere. Anyone who's struggling against oppression uh, has to have hope that those who understand what the flame of freedom represents will keep it lighted uh, and keep sharing it with the rest of the world. Freedom. There is no sweeter word than freedom. There is no nobler goal than freedom. There's no higher aspiration than freedom. 
Americans know that and you know it. And all that we do now must be done so our children and grandchildren will know it as well. Freedom. The enemy of the tyrant and the hope of the brave and the truth of the ages. Freedom. Stand with us. We will stand with you. Let us move forward with faith and conviction and with an abiding commitment to be allies, not of darkness, but of light, not of oppression, but of liberation, not of captivity, but yes, of freedom. I think the president got a lot right in that speech today. Important messages for all the important audiences that a president of the United States has to hit. The people at home here in the United States, what is it that we're involved in and why does it matter? The people of Ukraine clearly need a message that uh, they're not alone in this. Our allies in NATO and Europe in particular need to know that we're committed to keep going. And our enemies and adversaries in Russia and China need to understand uh, what it is that matters most. And we all have to recognize what they fear the most. What Vladimir Putin and President Xi fear more than anything is freedom. It is upward mobility and opportunity. For the people. So President Biden, I think, did the right thing. I think he did it the right way. I think it's one of his best speeches because it was based on the principles of American freedom that we do continue to share with the rest of the world. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. If you've